Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Stellum. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing on this fine Saturday afternoon? You know, not too bad. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, good games watching both the Colts and the Bengals last week. Kind of excited for seeing what happens this week with them all. Yeah, um, you're just loving football season being back? I Yeah, I'm glad that it's back and that it's back, like, that we can actually watch it in person. Right, thank goodness. Yeah. I'm so, I, I was so craving, I was so desperate for football, and now I'm, I'm just so excited for tomorrow and Sunday and then all the games and watching Red yeah. Zone. And uh, I didn't, I wasn't crazy, well, at least up to this point, I haven't been crazy about the college football games today, but hopefully we'll get some, some better ones. I've been really trying to get into soccer at too actually a little bit yeah um which i've really been struggling with um there's this new there's not it's not new but there's a relatively new tv show called ted lasso that i'm a big fan of of course and uh it's it's really funny and it's hilarious uh, it's about soccer and i'm really trying to get our football over there in europe and i'm really trying to get into it i've always been kind of close-minded about the sport and i'm just struggling a little bit it's i'm kind of getting a little more excited about it i have a friend who's a big chelsea fan so maybe i'll root for them Obviously, you're rooting for FC Cincinnati when they can yeah. freaking win. Um, but I highly recommend the show. I'm trying to get into soccer. So, you know, I'd say everyone else should try to get into something yeah. new this year. That, that you well, know, Try something new. Be a little more adventurous. We're hosting that USA versus Mexico Cup for a, or game for a World Cup qualifying for yep. the men. When is, the, yeah, when is that happening? Do you know? Uh, I think November 11th or November 12th. Early November. I know that. Gotcha. Here in Cincinnati at uh, FC Cincinnati Stadium. Looks like Friday, November 12th at TQL Stadium. Yeah, so we're hosting. That's going to be a huge one to watch. Yeah, that'll be fun. <clears throat> so hopefully, uh, US can pull off a win there. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about that show. Highly recommend. I highly recommend everyone try it and maybe try football or soccer or something a little new and adventurous, and uh, uh, especially when it comes to uh, bourbons. So let's jump into yeah. this new bourbon. It's a very, a very new. Uh, I think is what we're gonna kind of cover. Newest here. one we've ever tried. Exactly. Talk about. So Andy, why don't you tell every, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Stellum Spirits? Of course. So Stellum Spirits, like I was just saying, is literally the newest. Um, bourbon that we will be discussing on the podcast they were created at least the brand name was created in a uh, march of 2021 by uh Barrowcross spirits who we've already previously discussed uh you know famous for their barrel bourbons you know their batched barrel bourbons uh, that we discussed about a month to a month and a half ago absolutely um you know and it was created as Barrowcross spirits um Whereas Barrel Bourbon is like their batch-by-batch variations. Stellum is more their kind of regular standard offering. At least as they're intending it to be. Their regular standard offering, like non-batch distilled um, offering that they're going to put out um, to the masses. Uh, And it was something that they, you know, not only wanted to create Stellum as, you know, the unchanging stable within their lineup whereas barrel bourbon you know will change batch by batch um but it was also something that at least for them they wanted to create as a way to pave forward um onwards and upwards into the bourbon history books um you know create something that's good there but also something that you know the modern whiskey drinker 
um, and I guess arguably you could say more specifically the modern bourbon or American whiskey drinker more specifically um, would enjoy and like to drink on a daily basis. Uh, And of course it's already, you know, in the about six-ish months that it's been on the market, um, already won several different golds, you know, double golds, platinums, uh, 90-plus point awards and recognitions uh, so far in 2021, um, you know, from San Francisco and other at least American um, awards shows for whiskey, whatever you would call them. Um, and it's something that, you know, that's something they definitely pride themselves on doing for it uh unfortunately it's an undisclosed mash bill for them so i don't really know exactly too much yet uh and i couldn't find too much really as of right now behind what um behind the operations that they're doing for it um so including that undisclosed mash bill but it is something that you know they it's much like their i think their barrel bourbons that they're doing too a little bit it's blended and sourced straight bourbons uh, from at least MGP in Indiana, okay. as maybe one as well as maybe one or two other uh, Indiana so- sourced mash bills or distilleries. Uh, at least one to two different Kentucky distilleries and a Tennessee distillery, which probably means Deckel. Uh, gotcha. Again, much like barrel bourbon. Um, it's always bottled at barrel strength and it's non-age dated. Um, love. although exactly, although love the barrel strength, yeah, gotta love that. Um, although of course it's rumored to roughly be probably in the range of at least probably minimum 40 years old from the Kentucky and Tennessee barrels that they source and probably minimum of five years old from the Indiana, like MGP and under Indiana sources, um, barrels that they're sourcing probably to a max of like five years five-year-old or six-year-old barrels rather um from mgp and other indiana sources all the way up to probably 16 ish year old kentucky and tennessee barrels okay um so you know they've definitely got a range there of that they're working with try and source and blend and create the perfect uh end product for us as the customers yeah uh and it's something you know that they're that Barrel Cross Spirits, um, you know, they're creating three staple ones that they're wanting to release. Uh, the Stellum Bourbon, which we're trying today. And then uh, also Stellum Rye, uh, which I have not seen on shelves, at least here in Cincinnati. I have not either. Uh, and then also single barrel versions of both the bourbon and the ryes that they're blending together. Gotcha. So that's basically, as far as I've seen so far, that's... Pretty much everything on Stellum, uh, I'm sure, you know, once we hear, once they get a little bit more notoriety and a little bit more age under their belt there, we'll probably have a bit more of an update to give. Yeah. Obviously, as you said, very new. Um, So this is one that just because people wanted to really try it out, a lot of people want to get their hands on it. Uh, Yeah. I was lucky to get this one because I was a member of, for a few months I tried it out, I was a member of a bourbon club. Um, mash and grape and this was one of the ones they sent me and they also sent me one of the barrel bourbons which was also really good yeah um, so this is the Terra it's listed as the Terra Stellum bourbon it's got the it's a tall skinny bottle uh, gold label at the top kind of looks a little bit like a uh, 
pappy bottle in yeah, shape in at shape, least shape, maybe yeah. a bit taller but similar in shape exactly blue label white writing with stellum bourbon it says uh it's a cash strength of course as always blend of straight bourbon whiskeys this one is 56.77 percent alcohol by volume 113.54 proof so obviously 113 proof it's up there in, in proofage, so it'll be interesting to see how it tastes. Yeah. So everyone, pour yourself a glass of Stellum Bourbon, and we will go ahead and do the tastings. All right, folks, now that we have a glass of the Stellum Bourbon poured, we're going to go ahead and do the tasting. And as always, we're going to start with the nose. You know what? Before we start with the nose, I think there's something we missed. Oh, that's right. Cheers. We did. Cheers, sir. <laughs> Salute. Hmm. A little, pretty, relatively light nose. Yeah. Light nose kind of reminds me of like a lighter version of uh, an old Forester brown form and nose a little bit. Yeah, I'm getting um, some like a light floral aroma. Um, light floral, light fruity. Right. Um, some very, very stereotypical um, bourbon notes, but it's something that is like, considering it's sourced from Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee, like obviously at least what we know for sure with mgp being at least one of the sources it does not remind me of an mgp hmm, no product at I, all i agree uh light nose like i said but it still lingers a little bit dances around uh, on your in your nostrils a little bit I, i'm a big fan so let's go ahead and give it a taste Not too hot for the proofage. No, not at all. Kind of lingers around um, some of that some of that fruity note I get on the nose. Lingers around on the palate for me with a little bit of honey. Like the floral kind of translates into honey for me. Um, yeah. It kind of reminds me of like, like a green apple on the nose translates into like a red apple on the palate a little bit. I'm getting more, I think, caramel than honey, but I kind of get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Like, I, I get a little bit of both in there, actually. Yeah. It's almost like they, yeah. the, the hints I'm getting almost like jump back and forth. It's really Yeah, kind of like a, like if you dipped a caramel apple in honey or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I think is a perfect description. Exactly. I agree. Um, very, like a, a good fall bourbon. Yeah. I would say, like some baking, a little bit of spice, like baking spice, cinnamon type stuff, along with all the yeah. other hints we've been talking about. Exactly. Brown, finish. sugary, f- f- rye finish for me, but it the finish fades pretty quick, I think. Yeah, for me, the, exactly. The finish is very, very quick fading. It's yeah. not something that sticks around, um, which, I mean, I think on this one, given the notes we're kind of getting, I'm not mad at. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of fine with that. It's... Yeah. You know, quick fading notes, but I, it's still I, good. I think it's complex. It's not quite as complex as I was hoping for, um, and it's not quite as rich as I was hoping for. Like, if you compare this to, like, the Bardstown we had last week, like, there's no comparison. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, not the Bardstown is almost triple the cost, but but still, you know, yeah. uh, it's... And probably triple the work effort they put into right. it. Right, so... Maybe, but, I don't know. But I think for a first showing... Uh, it's, it's it's good. It's definitely impressive for, yeah. for a first time out. It's worth the at least the consideration of... If I had to look at it, I'd say it's probably get it in a bar before you consider buying a bottle. Right, definitely. But, I mean, if you're looking at that 55 range for a, a, a year-old bourbon, you're gonna, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to top this one. Yeah, I agree. 
All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, listen and download every episode. We really do, you know, share it on social media, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Uh, Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.